Rider on the Storm. Les Norton and Billy Dunn hadn't been at work outside the Kelly Club for half an hour before Norton realised there was something else on his workmate's mind than the weather. It was a very ordinary Saturday night in late March. Cool, with drizzly rain and a light southerly wisping up Kelly Street. Not a night to get enthused over, even for the end of another working week. But Les knew Billy Dunn almost inside out now, and there was definitely something on the Xbox's mind other than a shitty Saturday night in Sydney. They stepped back with a smile and a greeting to let a well-dressed party of four punters into the club. Then Norton scuffed idly at something on the footpath with the toe of his RM Williams before speaking. Are you okay, Billy? he asked. Billy Dunn shrugged indifferently and appeared to look away. Yeah, he nodded. I'm all right. Norton smiled. Yeah, but there's something on your mind, isn't there? Billy looked at Norton and sort of returned his smile, but Billy's had a tinge of weariness about it. Yeah, I suppose you're right, Les. It's that bloody Johnny Rayburn again. Oh, fucking him, spat Norton. Rayburn was a complete nutter, no-good egg and a psychopath who'd been down from Brisbane a bit over six months. A brown-haired, good-looking sort of bloke, he was super fit from doing three years in Boggo Road for armed assault and had got out with a mean streak in him wider than the Great Dividing Range. In the relatively short time since Rayburn had arrived in Sydney, he'd established quite a reputation for himself with a gun and a razor, his fists and boots. He was making most of his money standing over the hookers around the cross and the eastern suburbs and different gamblers. He'd beaten a few of the girls up pretty badly and there'd been a couple of killings that were almost certainly down to him. But no one was prepared to give any evidence so the cops couldn't get anything on him and no one was game to say too much to him at all because Rayburn was the type of dropkick that wouldn't hesitate to put a bullet in you, kick you half to death or run a razor down the side of your face. Price put the word out for him not to come anywhere near the Kelly Club, to leave his punters alone, and told the boys to bar him. But he came up one night with some wombat he'd teamed up with for a bit of a show of strength out the front. Les and Billy had to cop a certain amount of shit from him, and it was all Billy could do to stop Les from putting one on Rayburn's gilbies there and then, tough and all as he was. Billy really had to put overtime on Norton because even if Les had sorted Rayburn out, he would have just bided his time and shot Norton in the back of the head one night. Rayburn and his mate eventually drifted off, but it left a very crappy taste in both their mouths, especially Norton's, and Billy hoped Les and Rayburn never crossed paths somewhere. Billy would have put his house on Les, but his workmate was too good a bloke to finish up with a bullet in the back from some creep who really wasn't worth two bob. So, what's the prick done now? said Norton tightly. Billy sucked some air in through his teeth and looked uncomfortable. He bashed up one of Lindy's girlfriends. Your missus? Yeah. You know Sharon Cheshire? Les nodded. He broke her jaw and knocked out three of her teeth. Gave her a kicking as well. Nice bloke. Okay, Sharon's a working girl, but she's an old friend of Lindy's, and she's not a smacky. Billy looked directly at Les. Anyway, we ain't actually pillars of society ourselves, are we? I never ever said we were. But there was no need to do that to her. 
Billy made a kind of futile gesture with his hands. So Lindy's asked me if there was something we could do. Norton thought for a moment as another two punters stepped into the club. Why don't we have a word with Price after work? He always knows the best way to sort these things out. Yeah, nodded Billy. I think you're right. He sighed and shook his head. Christ, it's a cunt of a spot to be in. Norton gave his workmate a wink. Leave it till after we knock off. Apart from the lousy weather, the night went over fairly smoothly. The only bit of bother was a big, drunken Tongan who wanted to get in. As he swaggered up to the door, Norton sank a left rip into his solar plexus that just about crushed his sternum, a short right that broke his jaw, and another left that spread his lips all over his face like mint steak. As he hit the deck,